Hello, you're listening to A Climb and a Mile. Join us as we engage in discussions about all aspects of life. We hope you'll join us on this journey. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. You're here with Gigi and JJ and in this week's episode we'll be talking about medical school and COVID. How has your week been Gigi? Thanks for asking. Uh, it's been really long. Um, I mean, I was really excited about being back to uni for face-to-face learning. As much as it was just a week for um, what we had planned to have for that week, it it did feel quite long. I would say um, it also felt good to be back in the groove of things and try to polish up on knowledge that had been missing or lacking for a while Mm -hmm. but uh it was good i'm glad that we made it through the week and i'm excited to see what's in store for us for the new week as we start placements at the hospital how has your week been yeah my week has been um pretty similar um it was long and somewhat exhausting at times but (laughs) it was okay um and yeah it was interesting to see how different face-to-face teaching would be now after we've um come back basically after a whole year not having face-to-face teaching um it was really interesting and yeah it it kind of made me more excited for next week to be honest Mm -hmm. and i just wanted the week to go as fast as possible um because yeah i'm just really keen and eager to get into the hospital and start our clinical years um yeah that's pretty much it (laughs) yeah me too me too and uh i do enjoy the practical bits of medicine Mm -hmm. and i think that's what makes me more excited about next week i mean it's daunting, like having to start our placements at hospital. I mean, we've yeah. had it previously. We've had sessions at the hospital, but because now we'll be placed in hospital full time, mm-hmm. I guess it's daunting because would be there's more expected of us. We're required to know more. We're required to learn more. So, and. I feel the more you get into your medical years, you the things tend to get more difficult. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're really enjoying it, you enjoy the journey and enjoy everything coming your way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think it's... I feel like it's more daunting for me personally now, only because like we haven't had any practical skills for the past year so it's kind of like what do they expect from us and Mm -hmm. um yeah has things changed so it's kind of going out into the deep ocean and not knowing (laughs) what to kind of expect but one thing I'm really really looking forward to is just being part of like a team so we we won't we won't just be you know just with medical schools I mean, medical students and one doctor, but Mm -hmm. we'll be with, like, the healthcare assistants, we'll see the porters, we'll see the nurses, 
um, yeah, so I think it's really exciting to be part of that. Oh, I, I agree completely. Um, I do enjoy working in a team. And just like mm-hmm. you said, I also look forward to just not working with um, the healthcare stuff, even the non-clinical stuff as well, because they do help contribute to the working of the hospitals. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And so I do I do definitely look forward to that. And for any of our listeners who are medical students, uh, do let us know how you feel about like clinical placements. It will be interesting to hear different thoughts and opinions from other medical students. And even if you're not a medical student, if you're working in a hospital and you work with medical students, we can to hear how things are when you work with students. Mm-hmm. What do you think, absolutely. JJ? No, absolutely. I think it would be really interesting to hear um, different perspectives and different experiences mm-hmm. that everybody else has because, of mm-hmm. course, not every everyone has the um, same experiences. So it would be interesting to see and hear about. I agree. I definitely agree. And I guess, JJ, we could probably talk about our journeys into yes. uh, joining medical school and just I know everyone every path is everyone's path is different so just will be interesting for our listeners to hear our different paths so do you want to mm-hmm. give it a go JJ? Yes um, where do I even begin so I guess I should start by my interest in medicine so growing up I've I never wanted to actually study medicine or become a doctor or a healthcare mm-hmm. professional at all. Um, and I was in this mindset, yes, I'll kind of, like I was really into performing arts, so acting, dancing mm-hmm. um, and singing. And this was all the way up to, um, how old was I? Maybe like... 16 17 like I was in this mindset where like that's what I wanted to do didn't want to do anything else um and I had I went through the whole applications like looking for universities and stuff but then um I needed to do my A-levels so Mm -hmm. of course with A-levels you have to choose what subjects um you wanted to do um yeah, so I decided, funnily enough, I decided to do English, biology, chemistry and um, drama. Biology and chemistry, because I've always had somewhat of an interest mm-hmm. in science and then English just because, I have no idea, just because, yeah. <laughs> and then drama, of course, because it was kind of like related to um, performing arts. So I did that, um, and at the time, I found myself being more interested in biology and chemistry rather than English and drama. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I still, I still danced, and I still had singing lessons, and I still um, acted in shows and stuff. But then, I don't know, I just found myself thinking about can I do this for a lifetime and the Mm -hmm. answer was no so 
yeah so then um I was kind of like thinking more and more about medicine and so what I did was because I didn't have any experience um directly with kind of like what it's like to be a doctor and stuff so I decided to go on a work experience volunteering trip um to Kenya and um yeah so that's in Kenya I what did I do so I went to like hospitals maternity clinics um outreaches and yeah so there it kind of made me think um about what I whether this was what I really wanted to do and if I should go down that route and it really kind of like how like you know when you have that light bulb moment Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like oh my god this is what I should be doing and I had that moment in Kenya in particular it wouldn't really necessarily be it wasn't in like the hospital or um like the clinics where it happened was um in two places I would say so one was a children's orphanage for disabled um children in particular Mm -hmm. and yeah so we went in we saw these children of course um they had they had like each child had um a disability of some sort and um the one of the people who worked there was telling us a story about um like one a child who basically this child was put out on this roundabout um by her father in a wheelchair and she had to beg all day and it kind of made me think okay of what can I do to help children not be in that situation and I thought doctors could somewhat protect children in a way and do something about it so that was kind Mm -hmm. of like one light bulb moment um and also just seeing like these children um it made me really think to myself you know what no I want to help people um yeah so that was the light bulb moment Mm -hmm. um yeah so then from there I basically said okay um I didn't want to go directly into medicine so I decided to study biomedical science because I felt like it would give me more somewhat more of a preparation to study medicine Mm -hmm. um yeah and then I applied for medicine and thankfully I got in and that's basically the story thanks for sharing that beautiful story um yeah I would say my story or my path is quite different Mm -hmm. um I would be considered well not considered but I am an international student so um so in my country we um we need to have like a degree before we get into we apply to medical school mm-hmm. so but just a bit brief background on how i 
decided that medicine was a path for me. Um, actually, for me, from a younger age, I wouldn't say too young, but around 11, maybe 12 years old, mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to work in the healthcare field. Wasn't quite sure if it was medicine at the time, but I knew I wanted to make a positive impact. And I think you'd hear from a lot of medical students that, oh, I want to help, I want to help. But um, yes, it for me, it stems from, I guess, a personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a third world country. So my experiences in a third world country, I believe helped me decide that medicine was really the path for me because um, with healthcare, particularly in third world countries, we know the issues that healthcare systems face. And I just wanted to do more. I wanted to do, to be in a position to help, you know, people get the, a good healthcare that they deserve or um, ac- good access or just the whole idea of just wanting to help people and Mm -hmm. yeah so i did lose a close family member to um yeah to a long-term illness and i remember being quite young and just seeing how how their how her um doctors at the moment couldn't do much because of the lack of resources they had at the time and I was inspired then. I was really inspired to try to get into sciences and just, I started researching how to become a doctor, how to, um, how I can get there to, to be in a position to help others. So yeah, so in high school, enjoyed, loved um, sciences. Um, I mean, um, High school, okay, that's a whole different discussion, but um, it's sciences for me initially, it was very challenging. It wasn't very straightforward, but I did end up really loving it. Mm -hmm. And I did a degree. Um, I moved um, to a different country after high school. And in that country, I did my uh, degree uh, in biomedical science and yes so at the time I didn't realize I could literally have taken any degree that would have gotten me to medicine just as long as like I covered my prerequisites Mm -hmm. but yeah so but I did enjoy it because I met really good mentors who really helped me adjust to the new country and just exposed me to opportunities that I would actually benefit from and it was during that period that um, I j- guess I realized how like medicine is so cutthroat, competitive. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't know if people discuss this um, or it's something people know that it's very competitive to get into medicine. So I that's when I guess doubts started coming in and I just wondered, was I really good enough to be a doctor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just always had this doubt of like, if I'm good enough to be your doctor. And yes, so yeah, and I, I did my undergrad and uh, graduated success went well. And now it came the part for applying for medical school. 
again, still doubtful of my capabilities or if I can really be a doctor as much as I really wanted to be one. It's just that mm-hmm. the picture they paint, and I know JJ, you, you've we've talked about this before about like they paint that you need to be this type of student, you need to get xyz of like experiences and yeah you just end up thinking oh my goodness will i make it will i be a good candidate to get into medical school yeah Mm -hmm. so um i um i did um finally apply but that came on after a couple of years of i decided i wanted to like work in a healthcare field Mm -hmm. And I did enjoy my job for quite some time. Uh, It helped me mature, I would say. And over time, I realized I just had so much Mm self-doubt. And I keep asking why I had those doubts. And so for anyone listening or for anyone who's experienced this or who is in the process of applying for medical school and they're doubting themselves, please don't. Just believe in yourself and just know that if medicine is really what you want to do go ahead and do it don't let anything stop you from trying to pursue what you want i know it's easier say say than done but with considering with um schools having (laughs) sometimes unrealistic expectations for their applicants Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes you'll end up finding a school that will accept you for your um your whatever you have on your application find something that stands out fine get the grades for it but also factor in like things you're passionate about Mm -hmm. and if you show that if you show your passion about medicine and show this in your interviews you will you will you will make it you will definitely make it yeah and don't follow everyone's path that okay I need to do X, Y, and Z to get into medical school. I've realized being in medical school right now and having, you know, hearing about different, everyone's paths, you realize everyone has their own reasons for getting into medical school, but at the same time, their paths will not be the same. Mm -hmm. So do what works for you, but don't give up on your dream. And yeah, but more on that, we'll discuss more on that with JJ in our later episodes but yeah that's basically my path to medicine i mean we'll discuss details more as we go on with other episodes but yes that's the gist of things thank you so much for sharing um how you got into medical school and your reasons behind it i think it's definitely very inspiring so thank you for sharing that Thank you, JJ. Yeah. So with, um, I guess with medical school, I I don't know about you, JJ, but when we started medical school, it was, I don't know, I I guess I was so nervous about what to expect because Mm -hmm. you, you constantly heard people saying, oh my goodness, medical school is really hard. You might, you might need to be studying for 14 hours or 12 hours but what I came to realize is do what works for you like find a system that works for you and just don't get into the habit of doing what everyone is doing Mm -hmm. 
yeah yeah i think yeah i i agree with that um i was also kind of anxious or yeah i didn't really know what to expect because of course when you go to dr google and type in you know <laughs> what to expect from medical school or when you you know there's so many youtube videos out there that um mm -hmm. of medical students talking about their experience but i think it's it's really important to be mindful of a what medical school you go to because i feel like mm -hmm. every medical school has different expectations also um like how they do things so some medical schools might be more academic whereas others might not be mm -hmm. um yeah and also like Gigi was saying do what works for you because for example um for me I can't study all night long like forget it <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> for me um god knows what would <laughs> stay in my mind but no it really that does not work for me um so yeah it really I think it really it's I feel like a, a person's journey through medical school is very personal because you have to kind of yeah do things that work for you um and Definitely. what works for me might not work for um you know anybody else and it's important to recognize that as well because you know some people who might just be like oh my goodness what what am i going to do what should i do mm -hmm. and they they can't they haven't found their you know kind of like what works best for them and just follow what other people are doing and you know that might not work for them and yeah so i think it's really important to know what what works best for yourself um definitely and that, i feel like that is important for work life balance as well because mm -hmm. um i feel like we all have like our own personal lives um to deal with as well and of course that's very different to every um person out there so yeah basically the message is <laughs> work what's best for you um yeah i agree i agree yes and for anyone planning on medical school soon or starting medical school soon I know a lot will be starting this year, later on this mm -hmm. year. Don't, don't be nervous. I know you hear of people telling you, my goodness, medical school is X, Y, and Z, like the things where we both thought it was. But mm -hmm. just as long as that, going, going to medical school, excited too about the part because the hard part is over about getting into medical school. Mm -hmm. and now yeah. once you get in it's how you make it your experiences exactly. what you get involved in yeah and for example for me I had doubts because I felt okay my goodness I have been out of school for quite some time yeah I had not been in the classroom for about four years three to four years and I was thinking, oh my goodness, will I be behind in my studies? Those were my doubts. <laughs> I remember thinking, my goodness, if, you know, most people will be coming in with like fresh minds from school. And I just kept on worrying about if I'll be 
able to catch up with studies and things like that but it turned out okay because if you get in with a mindset of you love what you want to like study or um just that it's how mentally prepared you are Mm -hmm. just get into that habit of thinking oh you know what i will get in be motivated work with um things that are being given to me grasp any opportunities that are coming your way yeah but just don't be nervous and if you are that's also okay it's yeah it's also okay to be very nervous (laughs) yeah i think um of course like if when people go to or just starting medical school they're always going there's always going to be some nerves because it's you know you're going into something new um Mm -hmm. and i I think one thing that I think um, is important to kind of say is enjoy the process because um, as much as possible because I feel like you're only going to be at medical school once, you know, Um, and make what you want out of medical school. Um, So if, you know, like Gigi was saying... um, get involved in opportunities whether that's a a society at med school or you know things that just come your way and you're really interested in it then just I would say go for it um and you then start kind of like perhaps being more motivating and staying Mm -hmm. staying um motivated and yeah definitely I agree, yeah. And take part in things. It doesn't need to involve medicine, too. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think one common misconception that people have with medical school is you don't have time to do other things. Yeah. But don't, yeah, don't make, don't make it that when you're going to medical school, the only focus will be medicine. You also want to explore your other interests while you're in medical school. Absolutely. Don't limit yourself to just, oh, I just need to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. But again, if that's also what you want to do, that's no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. But we're just trying to encourage you that you can still explore things that you're interested about in. So, yeah, definitely explore non-medical interest as well. It will be good. Good for you too. Yeah. I think that's really an important point because you don't want to lose yourself as well um, mm-hmm. because, you know, before you got somebody, like before, say, I got into medical school, like I, you know, danced, I sang and did acting mm-hmm. and stuff. But just now, because I'm a medical student, doesn't mean that I shouldn't carry on those things if... Um, if I was so interested in them, in them before. So yeah, Definitely. I think, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you, JJ. And yeah, I feel like when you're actually also in medical school, um, also finding someone you can work with. Oh my gosh. Yes. Makes a huge so difference. Important. <laughs> so 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 important difference (laughs) yes 
because the workload you have fine medical school has a lot when it comes to information you have to learn but you can make it manageable by finding a good study partner and yes so i guess maybe some of you might have picked this up by now but me and JJ are good partners and <laughs> we work well yes. together <laughs> yeah we motivate each other and especially during revision sessions it's oh, it's interesting goodness. how <laughs> how much we can get done when we break down things and split the work and yeah, yeah because for our uni we um things are cumulative meaning that we need to learn things from so when you're studying for let's say for your exams in like your year 2 you basically need to study everything from your first term in year 1 so mm-hmm. <laughs> having that much information to study for in a period of say a week or two weeks for revision weeks it's not enough time if you need to like r- go over the material and then have to like you know try to see how well you've understood or how well you can answer questions based on each of the topics that may be covered Mm -hmm. and that's when your study partner comes in you can teach each other stuff you can break down stuff or topics whereby you guys are covering different things and also of course with OSCEs does really help because you can practice with each other at any time it does not need to be during um, during the times dedicated for practice a uni you can do that at your spare time and just try to hone those like skills which will come in handy for your examinations during your OSCE exams and yeah so take on point find a good study partner a good reliable one because that really helps a lot (laughs) right JJ yeah I would say yeah it's and I think it's not just about a study partner but I feel like it's more of finding your person at medical school who Mm -hmm. you I mean yes you can study (laughs) with them but also just having that support for other things as well you know, mm-hmm. talking to them about anything and everything. Um, because, you know, medical school is hard. Um, sometimes, you know, you just don't want to do things. You don't feel motivated or you're having a hard time at home, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You want to have that person who is supportive. And I think that is crucial, so crucial um, in medical school. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's really important because, goodness, there have been some hard times. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you, JJ. Not just for educational purposes, mental support, support, you know, emotional support, just your... Because you're having your mental health... Being having a good mental health or your um, in your time in medical school is so important because there's sometimes that you have different things be- that you need to either focus on 
either in your personal life and also in medical school but at the same time having that person who you can talk to about things who can help you through difficult times and yeah just having that just like JJ said you know having your person in medical school does make a world of difference mm-hmm. and yes and I'm so glad like JJ we our paths met and I'm so glad we clicked and we fought, formed this friendship and partnership that has been key and has been so helpful to us in our journey in medical school yep thank you too um thank you so much yeah no I think it's really really important and it makes such mm-hmm. such a huge difference more than people will ever realize I think mm-hmm. yeah definitely and it also brings us to um covid times i know with covid starting last year lockdown things changed mm-hmm. so you know that also brings on like mental health and just it it does get tough and you with especially with uncertainty with covid and school and on top of that other things because it's been a difficult time for everyone not just students it's been a mm-hmm. difficult time for every single person absolutely i think everyone and anybody has been affected um yeah it has been and still is you know a mm-hmm. tough time i think yeah because i remember when the announcement came that we were going into a lockdown and i remember we still had things like practicals scheduled to do mm-hmm. and i th- kept on thinking oh my goodness now we are moving to online learning and there was just so much uncertainty at, at the very beginning i actually thought okay this is probably going to pass but just uh, over the years things just kept getting worse and worse yeah. and i'm not so sure about everyone how they feel about online learning I personally like face-to-face learning or just a mix of face-to-face and online because with face-to-face I take away a lot because I feel able to ask questions freely I'm able to sometimes actually seeing your teacher physically or your lecturer physically or this better interaction when you're in face-to-face learning but with online there's like lots of limitations with things mm-hmm. like that like being able to better ask questions or interacting with materials better things like practical procedures that are quite key or going on placements which i really enjoy because it helped consolidate our learning but mm-hmm. i felt that with online learning things sort of like now shifted you of course everyone had to make do with what we had and like things gravitating to online platforms like zoom and teams it Mm -hmm. yeah it felt like okay maybe this was gonna be the new norm for not just with learning but also healthcare wise with gps trying to take um appointments online it was difficult because if you think about it this brings on not everyone has access to the internet not everyone would be in that position to access either the GPs or doctors online. Of course, there's like phone consultations, but there's some things that 
would be much helpful if your doctor sees them and if you, if you don't have access to like either video or your phone does not have access to you know a video chat or a better way of communicating with your doctor that also adds on to that but yeah mm-hmm. I just felt like with COVID there was quite a lot that changed and yes uh what are your thoughts JJ well that's a very very interesting question (laughs) I personally really do not like online learning (laughs) and yeah no I don't like it at all zero I, I I really don't like it I mean yes I understand that we currently have to do online learning and have had to do online learning mm-hmm. I mean for obvious reasons but did I like it did I enjoy it no I did not um, I fa- I personally found it very very draining to be in front of a screen almost all day every day and oh, yeah. it's it's really like it's really really tiring I didn't you know when it was first announced, I thought, okay, how bad could online learning be? You know, we we have lectures on a screen, um, like on a projector thing at uni. So could it really be that bad? Um, <laughs> and yes, it was that bad or even worse. <laughs> yeah, no, I, did, I didn't learn anything. Well, I mean, I did learn, but I, I didn't... It wasn't a good way of learning for me personally because I personally learn a lot, um, say, like, during placements in particular. That's where I feel like my learning is... Um, yeah, that's where I learn a lot more, whereas online, no. It was too draining. It's And especially, like, I feel when I felt when the terms went past it just got mm-hmm. harder and harder and harder um I I don't know if it's because of the topics that we covered but it was just really really difficult especially anatomy anatomy say like um for example examinations you know yes we have to I mean you do read examinations of how to do it but doing it practically and learning that way is a lot more I feel like I I learn a lot more doing it that way rather than just reading it and then talking Mm -hmm. through it and without having any practical practice at all and like last week for example where we're now kind of revisiting some of the examinations that we covered during um lockdown last year I was like I don't even know where to begin (laughs) Because, yes, I see the equipment, but how the hell am I supposed to... What am I supposed to do? Um, And I could read it, but then, yeah, nothing. Yeah. it's. I feel like it was really difficult. Um, Only because I'm such a practical learner, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I did not like learn online learning now. I mean, did, and I... I did not like online learning and I still don't like online learning. Um, <laughs> so I'm really, really thankful that we are able to go to the hospitals because, my goodness, it will make such a difference. Um, it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because 
so I um, volunteered um, at a hospital um, during mm-hmm. some time last year, and I felt like there I learned so much, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't like proper teaching, like as in in a way where a doctor or a nurse comes and teaches you. I feel like I just learned so much more generally Definitely. Um, from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm hoping things will go back to normal because my goodness, was it difficult? Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with all you had to say because I am the same way with online learning, and I guess it's also that like monotonous environment mm-hmm. because it has a big impact on your mood too. Because yeah. if you're constantly looking at the screen fine you might like have your lectures turned on and you're in a live session but say with practicals like you said it's a bit difficult you can't do practicals or learn practicals online Mm -hmm. or yeah or in front of a screen it as much as maybe you might practice with like family members it makes a difference when you're at uni or face to face or like you said in placements because you're working with real patients and also you're working with like you have the proper equipment to use etc and another thing is also oh with um i also love being in a clinical environment because i tend to learn a lot too especially uh doing uh examinations and specific practicals in a clinical environment because you might learn it in a classroom where they're telling you these are the steps but actually doing it over and over again like practice does make perfect and also just with online learning you feel like sometimes motivation lacks because yeah yeah, you do end up sometimes joining a live session and you're just there thinking oh my goodness am I motivated to be here today and it's really really difficult it sometimes is difficult and then i would say maybe the positives with online learning is like you do have like opportunities to do other things so for example if you're to go to -to face-to-face teaching either if you're to travel in Mm -hmm. you might not have time to do other things because you'll either spend either the whole day at uni or hospital but um with online learning well mostly with online learning you can do other things in between your breaks say you could um i know um personally i ended up taking up a job because yeah i wanted to have a job with medical school of course like uh which we will have like discussions about like you know the how medical school is in terms of like uh fees tuition fees and just finances in general but without getting into the details of that it just it does help because (laughs) as a medical student you're not working you're not most of the time either you're busy but of course not that every medical student is not like working all the time but it's just that you're limited to the times you can work Mm-hmm. because yep. yeah yeah and I know a lot of medical students say that get bank jobs which are really good to get into or tutoring 
which is another good um, job to take up in medical school. Yeah, but so with online learning that like made it more easier to do like get a job because you had more flexibility with the times I did feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So definitely those I felt were like some of like the positives. And I do feel like also another positive was when the whole pandemic started and I know the final year medical students, of course, there was worries about like graduation and having to get into that foundation program. Mm -hmm. But it was so good that they had like medical student or graduates enter the NHS workforce early to help like sort of like reduce the burden, which was really good. Yeah. And I thought that really helped a lot with uh, the burden the NHS had at the moment or with the present pandemic. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was a big positive with what they had like uh, new graduates do. And it's not just medicine, also nursing students, which was really good. And yes, so those I felt were the positives. And just like JJ said, like volunteer volunteering, that's really good that you did volunteer because volunteering that you did help a lot mm-hmm. with yeah with the burden especially at the hospitals at the time so and i know a lot of people of course might not feel like safe to like put themselves in like either in a covid environment mm-hmm. but just having to to help out of course doing it safely but helping out I think is really great and I think a lot of medical students do that yeah I I did also end up volunteering but for me it was not in a hospital but I would have loved to also volunteer in a hospital but yeah I did make calls to vulnerable um, individuals in communities especially the ones who are self-isolating at, at home and alone you can imagine how that can have a big impact in the mental health Mm-hmm. So um, I did enjoy like making calls and just interacting, getting to know how people are faring on in the pandemic, which of course had st- was very stressful for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I'm so glad that to see that a lot of like students stepped in to help out, which was really refreshing to see. Definitely, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it, it, I think it's good that those who felt comfortable enough um, to go into the hospitals, then it's good that they did that. And for those who found ways of volunteering otherwise, that's good as well, because any help yeah. is better than no help. Definitely. No, I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah, but um, other than that, with COVID, um, there's more with COVID-19, but of course, it's it's a very difficult time, like we mentioned, for a lot of people. And yeah, so would be keen to hear what our listeners have been up to mm-hmm. in the pandemic, how things have been, would love to hear um, what you guys have been doing and just anything you can share with us definitely email us we'd love to hear those 
yes, it would be interesting to see how people are doing, how they've been coping, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes. And speaking of which, um, with medical schools, I know with um, a lot of medical students might know, might, might know this, or um, not even just medical students, um, doctors and others, other people involved in medicine in some capacity might come across the news of the new change, the UK Foundation Program, dead on in terms of... Um, the applying for foundation program post. Um, we wanted to hear what your thoughts and ideas were on this because they did away with a huge component that factors in on your overall score for applying for foundation program. Mm-hmm. If you're aware of this, we'd love to hear your thoughts and opinion on this. So definitely email us and We'll be keen to hear and we can discuss this further in a different episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good because I feel like we have a lot, a lot to say about that <laughs> um, topic. Yes. So it would be really interesting to see other people's perspectives on that. Definitely. We can have a whole discussion on it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But um, did you have anything to add, JJ? Um, not entirely. I was just thinking about um, I don't know whether here it's it's appropriate to speak about it now, but maybe about specialities in medicine. Um, whether uh, you yeah, know about one. um, if we have any interests and if we do. What are they? And yeah. Yeah. Did you want to share your interest? <laughs> um, sure. So I'm... <laughs> I feel like I already know what speciality I want to go into. So my chosen speciality um, is pediatrics. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it kind of stems from the whole Kenya visit. I talked about previously um yeah I'm really really passionate about pediatrics and I think like some people may say oh my goodness you know you don't know yet entirely you you know you've Mm -hmm. you still have time to kind of like choose but then sometimes if you know you know um (laughs) and I feel like that's the situation that I'm in um because previously I did have other um, interests, like, for example, um, cardiology and surgery. Um, mm-hmm. But I found myself thinking, hmm, but that, like, I mean, I do have interest in them. However, I feel like with pediatrics, it's a whole other interest and passion and drive towards it. Definitely. Yeah, so that's what I'm really interested in and when I when I think about like our um, clinical placements like coming up I just think why does why does child health 
need to be so far away why can't we start <laughs> with it but yeah that's yeah no I, I have seen I know you're very passionate about pediatrics and it's 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 and seeing like how many um things you've been involved in when it comes to like uh pediatrics it's really mm-hmm. incredible and it shows passion and and um drive into wanting to get into that specialty so I know you'll do great JJ and Thank yeah you. I've seen you and you do love kids so I know you'll make a great pediatrician thank you so much no worries so uh for me <laughs> yes so I have been bouncing from one speciality to another well my mm-hmm. interests mainly but for me I would want to work in a speciality that looks into like the health of um minority populations Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about minority health and just people people who are not properly advocated for in the healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any um like you mentioned cardiology, I've always had a um a big interest in cardiology and I I believe um I believe I'd probably want to try to pursue cardiology. Mm-hmm. But then I also want to like when we have like different blocks I'd love to like see how um, each of the specialty is but definitely cardiology with a focus in like minority health Mm -hmm. or um, or obs and gynae too with a focus on minority health but at the same time um, honestly I would just want to work in a specialty that would want would where I can make the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. Yes, and not just that because I would also hope to, um, after graduation, to either volunteer um, in or work with organizations that either ha- give up oppo- give you opportunities to volunteer in areas with where they need more doctors or the greatest need so that's actually the direction I want to take um, my medical path into so Mm -hmm. we'll see how things go but at the moment as it stands I do love cardiology so yeah we'll see how things go with that thank you for sharing and I know how passionate you are about helping um minorities and yeah I think you'll definitely do great with that and I'm sure you'll make a difference um yeah thank you very much (laughs) no problem yeah and I think this brings our episode to an end unless Gigi you have anything Mm -hmm. to add uh no I think for now we've covered the main things that um would wanted to share but um it was really good i really enjoyed this conversation we had jj me too i i thought it was really nice to kind of like talk about these things again and have other people listen as well definitely yeah so we really appreciate everyone who tuned in to listen to us today and we do hope you'll tune in again for next episode next week Mm-hmm. And yes, so we do hope everyone is keeping well and safe. 
and thank you again for tuning in thank you bye bye